0: On today's episode of the Fit to Lead podcast, you will get to hear from Richard Bagdonis. Richard is a bodybuilder who was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 45, and he set out to design a new fitness regimen to help him fight that battle, one that would keep his mind and body strong enough to win. And after beating stage four cancer and then COVID pneumonia, Richard started sharing his workout story and building a dedicated community of fit fab warriors. So, you will definitely take away some great nuggets of wisdom from this conversation. So, tune in. So, welcome to the Fit to Lead podcast. I am super excited to introduce you to today's guest, Richard Bangdonis. And I hope I did not butcher your name because I was practicing beforehand. So, welcome, Richard.
1: Thank you, Allison. You did great.
0: Uh, thank you. Thank you. So thank you so much for joining me today. I know you have an amazing inspirational story. So I would love for you to share with my listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I started life out as a weightlifter. Uh, back in high school, I had the opportunity to play football and also be on the high school wrestling team. And Naturally, the coaches were pushing everybody into the gym, and I spent a lot of time at the gym. Um, you know, fast forward a little bit, I uh, became an avid weightlifter and then bodybuilder. And in my 20s, I could lift just about anything. And then in the 30s, because of work and other things, I realized that I couldn't go to the gym and lift because I, I formed a bicepital tendonitis in both arms. I could barely lift a cup of coffee or a, or a can of soup. Uh, And so I went back to running and running is an amazing sport. It's fantastic. However, my left knee just hates it because it irritates my iliotibia band, my T band. And so I realized, well, if I can't run, um, I might as well try to figure out how to go back into the gym. And when I was in my, when I, when I turned 40, I realized my body just doesn't work the same way that it used to. And it needed a change of the manner in which I worked out at the gym. So I ended up working on various techniques that put together uh, encompasses something called fit for any battle. Oh,
0: I love that. And I do believe, is that the title of your book? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love it. So maybe you could um, tell us a little bit about what is in the book and why people should go out and get it.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we've all had coaches in our lives. And if you've ever watched the show, Ted Lasso, Ted and his team are on the sidelines. They're watching the players play, but they're not on the field with them. And most everything around uh, workout related stuff typically deals with a coach helping us or somebody bringing us into the gym and telling us what to lift and when. I like the approach of a Sherpa because a Sherpa is the person that goes up the mountain with you. They don't just tell you to go to the top of the peak, they actually go with you and help you along the way. And I realized that there needed to be an opportunity for me to connect in a manner with my readers, listeners and viewers um, to really get an understanding that I'm in the gym with them. And the stories that lead into the Fit Fab workout in the book are actually my personal stories. Uh, When I was 45, I was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma, a cancer of the lymphatic system. And I was given three to five years to live. Well, thanks to the FitFab workout and MD Anderson, I was cured of cancer. And I sit here today with you on on this podcast, completely cured of cancer.
0: Wow. That is amazing. And how did you you know, how did you handle being super healthy and then having to battle cancer like that?
1: That brings me back to the day when I uh, received the call from the gastroenterologist uh, because I, I went to a gastro on the recommendation from my primary care uh, doctor because I was dealing with the remnants of Montezuma's revenge from having papaya in Mexico. Wow. Um, a, uh, um, a bacteria called cyclospora sometimes exists in, in fruit and in papaya especially. And so when I came back and it just didn't go away, my doctor asked me to go and get a, get a checkup at the gastroenterologist. And of course they found some things in there. They called me a couple of weeks later and said, you've won the lottery. You pulled the golden lottery ticket. I think is what his, uh, his actual words were. And that's when he said, you have cancer.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my gosh.
1: And it was crushing because here I am healthy. I'm doing all the right things. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I'm working out all the time. I'm, eat, I'm eating the right things. And, and this crushing blow came. And uh, wow. it, it changed my life forever. However, uh, it can either send you someone into a downward spiral, or you can use it as that little burst of energy to push you up. And I chose the latter.
0: Wow. That is amazing. So how did you keep your mind focused on healing? Cause I can, I would imagine that that, that is, you know, that's quite the cross to bear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- thankfully I have an amazing woman uh, who is my wife. I always call her the amazing Tina Schweiger. <laughs>
0: and,
1: and I remember the, the morning when I got the call from the gastro, I went up to my wife's office. We were both working home office. I went upstairs. She was luckily sitting down and I looked at her and I said, you know, I was just diagnosed with cancer and we both sat there mouth agape looking at each other. And of course, the first thing we did was we went to Dr. Google and looked up the information, which just happens to be old and it's no longer relevant based on what we're doing with clinical trials and cancer nowadays. And what my wife and I agreed to is something that I think is so powerful for others. And that is, The person going through the health issue, their brain needs to be focused on being past treatment, to only focus on getting past treatment and not to worry about anything else. Mm. Their partner, whether it's their parent, their child, their spouse, or other, um, needs to be focused on the stress because our brains are really powerful and we can unlock capabilities in our bodies if our brains are in alignment with our body. And so my wife stressed about all the things. Is he eating right? Is he getting to the treatments? Is he, you know, making sure that he's getting to the gym? Is he doing everything he needs to? And I was kind of cruising along, just believing that my body needed to catch up.
0: Wow, that is amazing. So given that and given going through that, what like currently is a non-negotiable for you in your self-care and wellness routine?
1: Yeah, the, um, uh, the important thing for me is to meditate every day. Um, And in fact, my wife is going through a health issue right now where I'm able to pay that back to her. And it's an honor to do so because she has surgery coming up in March of this year. And I'm there to stress about it for her because my body is in perfect health now. right? And she's able to leverage those placebo and brain effects to to help her get through it. So Uh, meditation is critical.
0: That is amazing. And I I totally concur. Uh, Meditation was a game changer for me. I always kind of poo-pooed it. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I started religiously doing it, you know, two years ago and it just, everything from emotion regulation to just being mindful and clearing your head and all those things. So yeah, I totally agree that that meditation is definitely where it's at. Um, So how did your kids, I know you have two young kids. How did your kids handle your diagnosis?
1: You know, we, uh we've always believed that we are raising adults. They just happen to be children now. <laughs> and we have to work with them at the place they're at currently. And what, what we realized was our older son at the time, he was six, and our younger son was three. And the three-year-old was taking cues from our six-year-old. So we set aside some time, and I actually recorded on my phone some audio, the dialogue that I had with our older son. And I told him, you know, cancer is something where our body normally um, is able to um, remove cells that grow too fast. Our body is always growing. We're replacing cells. And sometimes those cells just don't grow in the right manner and they grow too fast. And that typically forms what we refer to as cancer. I said, I'm going to Houston to MD Anderson to get treatment. And you're going to see me going to Houston and coming back. And I'm gonna tell you everything that's happening along the way. You'll never have a, have to guess at what's happening. And I need your support. I need your love and your, your, your help. And the first help I need is for you to help explain this to your brother. And I then took that recording and I sent it to our oldest son's teacher and the parents of all of his friends. So they had the same messaging framework to have that conversation with their children so, when my oldest went to school, he wasn't, um, uh, you know, criticized or ridiculed because his dad had cancer. If somebody said, Hey, I heard your dad has cancer, he'd respond with, Yeah, and he's doing great.
0: That is amazing. And as a communications professional, a consistent message is so critical. And oh my gosh, that's just, I love that. I love that so much. Um, and it sounds like, your kids, you know, were able to, because of the open communication, the open dialogue, we uh, We're really able to manage it uh, much better than, I know I think I would be like a blubbering mess and my kids would probably be like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so kudos, kudos to you, kudos to you for that. Um, so a typical question I always ask my guests is a favorite book or podcast you've recently uh, read or listened to?
1: My favorite podcast lately is Hardcore History with Dan Carlin. In fact, I'm going through a six-part series, 18 hours worth of (laughs) podcast on the World War II from the Japanese perspective.
0: Wow. Oh, I have to tell my, my, so my husband's a high school history teacher. I'm going to have to tell him about that one because that sounds like something he would definitely be into. That is awesome. (laughs) Um, And then, so this next question always throws everybody off. But what is your favorite life hack? And that's a tip, but a, an app, a routine that just makes your life easier.
1: The easiest thing I can recommend is to add your your middle initial to your first name on LinkedIn, because you will know the people who customize the meeting, the message when they originally connect with you and those that don't. And my middle initial is M. So if somebody says, hi, Richard M, period. I love what you're doing. I know that that was just an automated (laughs) response. And if they actually remove the M and send a message, I know they've actually considered writing me a message.
0: I love that. I love that because I constantly get automated messages on LinkedIn. So that is a great one. It's like your own personal filter. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. So finally, as we wrap up, I would love for you to share where people can learn more about you, connect with you, get your book, all the things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, Allison, um, your listeners, they can go to fitforanybattle.com, which has links to the web, uh, to the book on Amazon. It has links to the mobile app that is a companion app to help people get into the gym and tell them um, instructionally what to do. It's, it's basically me at the gym with them as their Sherpa, guiding them through the workouts each day. And on Instagram, we are fitforanybattle. On Twitter, we're fit for any battle. Um, and on our website, folks can message me and ask questions. And I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm happy to help them.
0: I love that. And I will make sure to put all that information in the show notes to make it super easy. And we'll also tell people if they're going to reach out to you on LinkedIn, get rid of the M. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: I want to thank you so, so much for joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure to learn about you and your story and all the things.
1: Thanks, Allison. I appreciate it. It was a pleasure on my side as well.
0: If you're ready to feel good in your own skin and feel like you could use some help, please let me know. I have a couple spots open in my Fit to Lead VIP one-on-one coaching. Um, And during that, you'll learn how to eat foods you love with minimal exercise to get the body that you've dreamed of. So visit me at www.allisonjacksonfitness.com to learn more and learn how I could help you feel better in your own skin.